Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another, 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 another episode of the Great Point Counter Point. And I'm your host, Chris Wright. And we're back for a second season of the show. From KUST Radio, Universe, 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 University of St. Thomas. Hello there, and there's. What's what's your position within KUST? 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 Again? Or you're you're the president of the club? 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 You're the VP of KUST Radio. All right, and let me make sure people are listening, 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 listening here. Yeah, we got a couple newbies right now training in for some new shows with KUC Radio. Yeah. All right. You're going to like it, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good luck with your show, 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 Let's see what's going on to what's going on in the news today. I want to go to Google News. That's I want I want I want That's always fun. Oh, there. That's always fun. Weird news on the ball. Former manager of Dodd Aerospace threat 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 program. UFOs are real. Uh, all right. Woman climbed into Bronx Zoo exhibit 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 that taunt lion. <laughs> oh wow. That's my favorite. Feel right there. You know, I had an experience that was almost that exciting, where I was. I learned my lesson. Let's just say that. But you know, you know, you know, you know, I was at a zoo, and I was right next to the glass, and on the right on the other side of the glass was this male lion. Just, 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 just laying down, 
And he was kind of just kind of looking at me through the glass. He was about a foot a foot a foot away. It's all safe, you know. It was the thick, it was thick, thick, glass. And I thought it'd be a good idea to make contact with him because you know that's what predators love is when you just make good eye contact. And so that's so that's so that's so that's so that's that's what I did, and that's what I regret doing, 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 because he just looked at me super intensely, like because I I was essentially threatening him. There, 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 there. That's what eye contact is. That's what it is with humans. Imagine, 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 imagine. You're sitting at a bar and some guy just looks over and intensely stares you down, 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 down. It's a threat. Well, I'll tell you, in a fraction of a second, he was up and he pawed the glass at me. Just, he didn't like me. <laughs> My dad did a similar thing, where he decided to make eye contact with him, just kind of steer him down. Then he turned around, which is the first mistake, because they attack from behind their ambush predators. And then started running a little bit. Tiger came running and just pounded himself against this fence, which was, come to think of it, maybe not as thick as it should have been. <laughs> or as tall. But yeah, we both had an experience with... Uh, with big cats. Michigan driver shocked when billboard displays porn for 20 minutes. An electronic billboard near Auburn Hills, Michigan, aroused a lot of attention Saturday night after it started playing a porn, 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 porn video. Police say they received numerous calls about the graphic images on the billboard, which is located on the I-75 and M-59 interchange, according to the Detroit Free Press. Dr. Just... Justin Camo, one of the drivers who saw the sex-laden video, told WXYZ News he nearly got into an accident because he couldn't believe what he was seeing. I came across a billboard and it was something unusual. I saw two girls, lesbian porn, Camo said. Another driver, Chuck McMahon, told Detroit Station Detroit... Detroit station WIV WDIV they thought at first the video was an intentional ad for something like a strip club then he realized what it really was I was just looking up at it and I was like huh wow that's porn McMahon said Auburn Hills police say Lieutenant Ryan Gagan told the free press the explicit videos were on the screen for about 20 minutes Here's an SFW video, video, video of what commuters saw on the road within a tweet. What? That was like a one second video, 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 video. Leaping deer kicks woman while she's pumping gas, 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 gas. Yeah. 
Deer are not knights. They are not your friends. Do not make friends with a deer. They have they have sharp hooves. They yeah. You try to you try to yeah. And a, a buck don't 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 touch around the antlers too, or else if they just accidentally shake their heads a little bit. Because they don't really have too much of a concept of how 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 big their ant how much space their antlers take up. They could just accidentally shake around 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 and stab you in the eye. Uh and of course very sharp hooves, so don't pick them up. Of course. But you know? They're not particularly friendly. Actually, let me see if I can find something here. Is it there? I think this is the one. Louis C.K. hates deer. <laughs> I am married, though. That takes me down a few pegs. Uh, okay, he'll get into it. The other night, my wife sent me to Walgreens to get toilet paper, 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 toilet paper, toilet paper, toilet paper, because we were out of toilet paper, because I had thrown it all in the garbage, 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 so I could get out of the house. So I'm driving to Walgreens, it was nighttime, and I'm driving, and then my, I see a deer, 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 and I fucking hate deer. I hate them, hate them, hate them, hate them, hate them, hate them, because they're everywhere up there. I used to live in the city, and I loved deer then, because I was liberal in the city, and I'd see deer, and you know, you're driving your friends out to the country, to the country, to the country, and you see a deer, and everybody's like, turn off the car, don't scare the deer. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just, in my fucking yard every day and they suck they're just rats with hooves <laughs> they don't matter they 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 have ticks that give you Lyme disease and they shit everywhere where 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 and they make a noise did you know that they go <gasps> they're assholes <laughs> they're <laughs> shit animals I go out every morning and throw rocks at them, and I try really hard to hit them, to hit them, to hit them on the head with rocks. And they don't care. They're like, they don't care. I don't have a gun, but if I did, I would shoot a, shoot a, shoot a, shoot a, shoot a baby deer in the mouth and feel nothing. I wouldn't feel anything. I just go, oh look, he's dead. That's interesting. I guess that's what happens when you shoot him in the fucking mouth, 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 mouth. I go out of my way to kill a deer. I would happily blow twenty guys in an alley, an alley, an alley, an alley, an alley with bleeding dicks, so I could get AIDS and then fuck a deer and kill it with my AIDS. I would do that in a second. I mean it. I mean it. <laughs> so I see this deer, 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 and this is how dumb these deer. I, I hit him with the headlights, and he just <laughs> that whole thing. And then he won't just go. He's like, can I, 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 can I go? Is it okay if I go? Like he, and I'm like, fucking go! You're gonna go. And he's like, go. <laughs> Just go! 
And then I get close, and then I try to kind of get away from him. And then I see him, see him, see him, see him, see him, and he looks at me and he, ah, he panics. I swear, and he ran and smashed his body into my fucking car. Like just destroyed my mirror, just shattered my mirror, broke his neck. I heard him, 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 him break his own fucking neck. And then he just dragged his stupid, stupid, stupid deer head into the woods. And he died. And I'm glad he's dead. I was, I was, I was, I was glad right away. I got out of my car, hard, 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 hard. I did, and I yelled into the woods, I'm glad you're dead, you fucking idiot! That's a good one. That's a good one. Ooh, but the crowd doesn't agree. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Who's listening? Who is interesting? Who's listening? specific with that. Something like this. How about that? <laughs> All right, I'll get to that later in the episode. <laughs> um, music. That can work. That would be interesting. Anyway, more news. 
road sign hack to display a blunt message about Trump. Impeach the bastard. <laughs> Trump just threw Pence under the bus, and now President Pelosi is trending. Interesting. All right, all right, so here's the big question. Will Donald Trump be impeached? I think there's a chance that he will be. Now, some people say that's going to happen before Halloween. I've seen a couple people say that. I don't want to say a lot. But the thing is, what they say is they, saw, they said that uh, there was 35 Republican senators that said they would vote yes on impeachment. Uh, if it was a secret ballot, if it was secret, except it's not secret. It's open as to how you vote in that decision. So really what they're saying is they would vote in some hypothetical, non-existent scenario to impeach Donald Trump. Basically, I mean, no. I don't see it happen at least not quite yet. I think he's probably going to carry it out to the next election where he'll most likely lose. Ugh. Arizona woman says Burger King sold her raw chicken sandwich. Ugh. Ugh. No wonder Burger King's having troubles right now. That's disgusting. How do you live with yourself? How can you work there and just live with yourself? Oh my gosh. Alright, I'm gonna... I'm gonna listen to the show myself with my phone. Ooh. Nevada desert towns can't predict how many people will actually oh storm God. Area 51. Hoo-hoo. One local resident predicts that the people who show up to raid the military facility won't find what they're looking for, and they're going to get angry. Can you guys Yo. do anything about that, or...? Eventually? <laughs> what? What do you... <laughs> Don't... I think you might actually do it. Don't do it! Don't do it! Don't do it! Oh, there we go. Oh. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yep. He's still going. <laughs> He's still going. Good luck. She might make it to the other gate on the other side. Oh my god. Oh my god. She's the alien. <laughs> yeah. She's yeah. the alien. Yo. She gets those fucks. Oh my god. Wow. Action news. Elevating. Let's see here. Let's see here. Do I want to go on? Okay, let's go to Vox here. Actually, I have a... Hello? Well, hi. Just turning more people? Hello there? another trainee for KUST Radio. <laughs> you are on air, dude. <laughs> Good intro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep.
Oh, this is how I connect my computer to the... Oh, yeah, okay. exactly, yeah. We've got, I mean, the computer right. direct. Some people log in on Spotify from there, which stresses me out a little yeah. bit. <laughs> I should try that sometime. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of what else. Um, so the big thing is just using Mixler for your shows. So then, yeah, it might be this link. So then that just works with, uh, you see the stop button there. So what you do is usually we'll have music to play in the background. Hit the stop button. Um, you then hit record and start, mm -hmm. and then you're able to do your own show. Kay. And just at the end of it, just hit stop again, and you're good to go. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> More training. <laughs> yep. For, for your listeners. For All right. Yep. Yeah, so that that's just for that. Um, we have we have a lot of audio engineers on our team, so I'm sure this is not new to you. No. This is something. Yeah. Cool. So that's yeah the bulk of it cool. for the studio yep. at least, and we'll be around all this week as well and all the more Alrighty then. That was fun. Gotta get those new people in. Let's see, I'm not gonna do do this. Dark night in a city that knows how to keep secrets. One man is still trying to find the answer to life's persistent questions. Guy Noir. Private Eye. It was the 4th of July weekend and I was working security at Tanglewood, the summer home at the Boston Symphony Orchestra, which had been under siege by a disgruntled bagpiper named Harry McHarry, known as the Van Gogh of the bagpipe, because he had no ear. He liked to come around during quiet passages and concerts. He was out, he was out in the woods, and they'd chase him, and bring it in the helicopter. Give up, McCurry, you're surrounded. But he also got away, so they brought me in. I'm Fel Felicia Flexner, Mr. Noir. I'm the head of security here. Are you all right, Miss Flexner? Your head is tilted to the left. I was a flutist at one time, sir. I overpracticed and my head became permanently tilted. From the flute? Yes, and I have this permanent lip pucker. I noticed that. It's what happens when you blow on a flute 16 hours a day for, for weeks at a time. You become crippled. How ironic. Yes. That, that is the quest for supremacy and perfection. One can become crippled. That happens all the time in the orchestra world. Oh? If violinists with shoulder problems, trumpet players with blow, blow their brains out, pianists who suffer from hard stools, and winter wind players who go deaf because they sit right in front of the timpani. You weren't deaf. Pardon me? What? You sat in front of the timpani. Yes, I was in the symphony. I get your drift. What can I, what can I do for you? Catch this Harry McMary. So I searched the woods for a man in a skirt. There are little practices all over the woods for... For students who come in for summer program at Tanglewood, they train musicians to be well-rounded individuals and pursue a serious music career, but also prepare to work in a cocktail lounge, or do birthday parties, and or mitzvahs, and work at a ballpark, and still keep your classical chops. It's still been a market diversification, and then I came to a simple hut where someone was playing violin. Hello? Who is it? The name's Noir. Security. You a jazz player? No. You're wearing dark sunglasses. I guess I figure a jazz guy. I'm visually impaired, okay? See the light cane. See the dog? <laughs> you blind or something? Sorry, didn't notice. Use your ears for crying out loud. Jeez, I'm a violin student. For eight years I've been studying. Ever hear of the of Vak Violin Partitas? Yes. Don't drive me crazy. 
I just, I just can't get it. So simple, and I can't get. You know, sir, one reason you may be having a hard time with the Bach violin partita. Yes. I've been looking at the music on the music stand. Yes. It's not a violin partita. It's a violin partita. It's a viola partita. What? Oh no! <laughs> I, w I walked into the woods looking for for a man to kill. The dreaded Harry McHarry, the night before he had interrupted a James Starr concert at Tanglewood. You just call out my name. You just, you just call out my And you know wherever I am, I'll come running to see you again. Winter, spring, summer, or fall, all you gotta do is call. And I walked through the grove trees and I stepped over a branch and an abandoned mine shaft. What a cliche. Walking in the woods and I fa fall into an abandoned mine shaft. Oh boy. What is this? Whoa. A saxophone? Lots of saxophones. Hello, is someone down there? Yes, I'm down here, down at the bottom of this mine shaft. Could you come for help? I suppose so, but I'm on my way to a vocal lesson. You're a singer? I'm a contralto, a low contralto. A deep sea diver. Please call for help. I'll try to. Please. Years of being a private eye, and this is my first abandoned mine shaft. Maybe I ought to retire. Next thing, I'll be falling into some open manholes. I'll be a cartoon, slipping on bananas. Somebody will drop an anvil on me. Someone down there? Yes, I'd, I'm down here in this abandoned mine shaft. You sure? I can't see you. That's because it's radio. Oh, right. How can I help? Just go for help, would you? I just, just want to see. Oh, you're right. It's, a it's an abandoned mine shaft. Right. What's all this junk? Oh, it's a saxophone. Lucky it is a piano. How so? You drop a piano dynamite shaft and you get an A-flat minor. You get A-flat minor. Yeah. You're a trombonist? How'd you know? Your hat. It says Domino's Pizza. Yeah, well, I used to be on trombonist. Then I switched to chainsaw. Why? More vibrato. Hello? Anybody down there in the unmarked abandoned mine shaft? Yes, down here. What are you doing down there? I wish I weren't. Did anybody down there with you? Yes, a former trombonist. Around here, we don't call it a trombone. We call it a wind-driven, manually operated pitch approximator. And there's a pile of old saxophones. A pile of old saxophones at, at the, the bottom of a mine shaft? That's what I call a good start. We need someone to throw it down a rope or something. Got a ro rope and a winch right here. But just don't drop anything on us, would you? Speaking of which, who, what do a guillotine and a saxophone have in common? They're always sharp. But my dog loves saxophone jokes. How's the winch coming? I'm attaching it to a tree right now. How do you know a sax player is at your? They don't know what what key to use or word to come in. Good one, huh, Rex? Would you mind getting us out of here? Maybe I should leave you there. I mean, down deep down, you're a really nice guy. Okay, I got the winch. Hey, what's the difference between a saxophone solo and being hanged on the gallows? Huh? What's the difference? I don't know and I don't care. Try, try difference between a saxophone and being hanged is that in a little, in a little while the hanging will stop. Hey, be careful up there! Oh boy, he was supposed to rescue us and instead he fell on us. Oh, what do we do now? Hope that Contralto remembers. We could be in here for weeks. Oh hey, me bridge about owner me the pipes at about Mickey Max some muckle. I say, my laddies, they are all about me muckle muckle with a gang of brack brick moonlick. Nick, what, what, hey? I say, is anybody meet the body gang doing the brack brick abandoned mineshaft for that and that and nickel a muckle? You know, I can't understand a single word you're saying. Ah, I got she knew. No, not the bagpipes. <laughs> Dark night in a city that knows how to keep its secrets. The 
one guy still trying to find answers to life's persistent questions. Guy Private Eye. Oh yeah. That was fun. Thank you, thank you, you're too much. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. That was fun. Enjoyed that. I enjoyed that a lot. Yes, sir. <laughs> Alrighty. What else is fun? What up, the wrong one with the <laughs> Well, let's look in the bag of fun rare. Oh, yes. I suppose I could mention in that. So I've been, I've recently begun reading a pretty good book. Uh, it's called, uh, Hacking Darwin, uh, full title is uh, Hacking Darwin, Genetic Engineering and the Future of Humanity, written by Jamie Metzl. And, uh, you know, it's really about all the future of uh, where humanity is going. And, you know, um, uh, so, uh, like uh, genetic engineering, uh, selecting for different traits, artificially, um, using a, what is it called, PPG? Let's see. Uh, I'm blanking on the acronym right now, but you know, and also using a uh, in vitro fertilization, which is the future, uh, because right now uh, there's a number of diseases that can be relatively easily changed, such as uh, single gene diseases like Huntington's, cystic fibrosis. You get rid of that one gene, gone. There's also a number of other genes that we could get rid of maybe a little farther in the future where it's multiple genes interacting and then there's also mitochondrial stuff which mitochondrial DNA is passed from mother to daughter and one thing that they can do is can take the original egg cell and take the mitochondria out then put a new healthy mitochondria in there and then that flat DNA in there is no longer present in that mitochondria. Very interesting. I highly recommend it if you're into genetic engineering and futurism and such. Futurism is such a right topic. So much to talk about. Genetics. So much. And talk about renewables, Tesla, a brand, <laughs> uh, anything really. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, um, 
some others as well but very interesting book or you can just listen to him talk about it if you don't want to read the whole thing but yeah recommend it a lot Okay, what else? How about if I just talk about my day a little bit? Let's see. How has my day been? My day has been great. Um. Yeah, not, can't complain. I tried my hand at painting on... Friday, I think it was. Yes. That was interesting. It wasn't bad. Just not my thing. That was the first time I had done. I had done a painting a long time. At least a canvas painting. You know, I'm, 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 I was, I was pleasantly surprised. I drew, I, 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 I painted a, a Penrose triangle, which is, is, impossible in a three-dimensional world. Which it's 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 kind of it's kind of my logo at this point. Or it's just my signature. It's just I draw it all. I always I draw it all the time. So the painting represents me 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 Anything else? Yeah, went went to the Tori Kelly concert for homecoming. Uh, that was good. She was very good. Didn't know what to expect. Hadn't really listened to listen 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 to her before. I listened to a couple of her songs on Spotify. She's good. Missed the opening band though, because I was at swing. Breaking out some. Dope ass moves. Ha ha. So that was fun too.
Um, you know, I would like to shout out some stuff here. I want to shout out some events for Star. Because they There's a fall of the Berlin Wall thing with the German German Club tomorrow, apparently. Ooh, and there's food trucks tomorrow, 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 too. So make sure to check that one out. That's, that's always fun. Uh, Kazuo is playing at Thursday Night Live tomorrow. I don't know who that is. Let's find out. Let's play their number one song. All right. I can dig that. If you notice, I didn't want to listen to too much because... I don't, yeah. I'm not really in a music listening mood at the moment. All right, what else is there? Oh, rugby, are there any rugby games coming up? Purple in the Plaza, Saturday. Check that out. Okay. Okay. Let's have a little fun.
bike tour, and the only thing I don't like is the actual travel itself, because people can get so rude when you're traveling. The rudest person I've ever met in my entire life is the Eastern European customs lady at the Toronto airport. What's that lady's problem? Why she gotta be so rude? Customs people, the people, the first people you meet when you go to a new country. They should be nice, welcoming. This lady, this lady, this lady, this lady, this lady, as soon as you walk up, she just goes, What you are doing here? And I was like, I'm shooting a movie? She goes, What did me shooting movie? Like, you know, mm. like filming a movie? He goes, he goes, he goes, he goes, he goes. I know what it means filming movie. I mean, are you doing the lights? Are you acting? Are you directing? I could do without your sarcasm. <laughs> I was like, why are you being so mean, so mean, so mean, so mean? I said something, and you went, what did me shoot the movie? So I just assume you're kind of dumb, and I'm trying to explain things to you. I'm stunned, you know what the word sarcasm means. Your English is slightly better than Animal from the Muppet Babies. And you're yelling at me like a psychopath. I'm sorry. And I got my stamp and I walked on. But I kind of wish after I got the stamp, I turned around. And I was like, guess what? I lied. And then pulled out a DVD, 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 I was flying home once, and I was sitting next to this couple. They had these two puppies that they put under the seats in front of us. There was an older couple sitting there, and they said, Hey, you guys mind moving the puppies over a little bit? So we're going to put our jackets under there. And the lady with the puppies is like, No, 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 no. We have two puppies. They need all the room. Thank you very much. I was like, whoa, why'd she need to be so rude about that? And then, and then, and then, and then, and then she started talking to her husband. She's like, oh, can you believe those people asking us to move the puppies? Their jackets, what kind of nerves they have? Who do they think they are? And I was like, I fucking hate this lady. So I started chiming in. I was like, yeah, I heard that. I couldn't believe they'd ask something like that. Those people are awful. Those people are terrible. Those people deserve to be murdered. And I didn't say another word the whole flight. And then the flight lands. And the old couple gets up, they leave the plane. Then the young couple's about to get up, but I hold them down and I go, no, 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 no. I got this. And I step over them and I start, I start, I start, I start, I start, I start. I'm following the old people, right? Young couple's behind me. We get outside of the airport. I pull out the gun that I had from the previous joke. Load in two bullets. I aim it at the old people, but then I spin around and I aim it at the puppies. Bang, bang! I shoot both those puppies in the face. And I go, never be rude to the elderly again. Have fun bearing your dead puppies. I know what some of you are thinking. Oh no! Why, 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 why did the puppies get shot? The puppies didn't do anything. I didn't really shoot. Shoot! 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 Shoot!
which one? What is this? George Carlin versus Richard Pryor 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 Epic Rap Battles? George Carlin! Not really then, but... Here we go with George Carlin! I was born in the Bronx and brought up in Harlem I'm dope, 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 But say what you want about America, land of the free, home the brave. We got some dumbass motherfuckers floating around, 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 around this country. Dumbass motherfuckers, you know? Yeah. Now, obviously, that doesn't include this audience. I, 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 I understand that. <laughs> you seem intelligent and perceptive, but the rest of them, stuff them, stuff them, stuff them, stuff them, holy jumping fucking shitballs. Dumber than a second coat of paint. And, 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 and this ain't just ranting and raving. This ain't just blowing off steam. I got a little evidence to support my, 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 my claim. It just seems to me, seems to me, that only a really low IQ population could have taken, 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 this, taken this beautiful continent, this magnificent American landscape that we inherited, well, actually, we stole it from the Mexicans and the Indians, but <laughs> hey, it was nice when we stole it. <laughs> it looked pretty good. It was pristine. Paradise. Have you seen it lately? Have you taken a good look at it? Look at it. Look at it lately. It's fucking embarrassing. Only a nation of unenlightened halfwits could have taken this beautiful place. And turn it into what it is today, a shopping mall. A big fucking shopping mall. You know that? This is really That's all you got. That's all you've got. You got, you got, you got, you got here, folks. Time to watch that thing. Mall after mall. What's this? <laughs> the Joe Rogan experience. You know what, what gives me like serious anxiety? When I find out that someone got a Vegas residency. I go, <laughs> how many nights a week? Six. Six nights a week. At the stress fear. <laughs> it sounds, I mean, 
Someone told me David Spade was thinking about doing one. <laughs> and he went to go see Louis Anderson, who was doing one. This was before yeah. Baskets. And he was like, it was just the saddest thing I'd ever seen. Oof. That was like Carlin's last stand was a Vegas residency. Did he have a Vegas residency? Yeah. Where was he at? I forget where he was, but he had like a meltdown where he like went off on the crowd, just like talking, calling them pieces of shit. Really? And yeah, and then had to go to rehab. Was like, I'm, I'm addicted to painkillers. Like, and then I don't think he ever, I don't think he ever performed again. Well, he died before, like he died, like he was performing when he died. I mean, I think he was at a hotel. I'm pre pretty sure he was sleeping in a hotel that he was performing at when he died. I would believe that. But I, cause I, that last special he did was, was terrible. He's like reading half of it. Oh, I didn't see that. It's, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was just like a, you know, a swan song for him. But it, I think that was after the Vegas residency. So he must have been doing more. Yeah, his schedule was very, very hectic and unusual. He was doing one hour a year. An, an hour special with film. And he would write it all out. Like he would write it all out and then tweak it a little bit. But it was more of a, of a monologue than it was like set up punchline jokes. Mm. And he seemed to be, he was falling into this more like a, more of a social commentator in some aspects than was a stand-up towards That's the true. end. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And someone told me that he, a lot of the reason he did an hour every year was because mm -hmm. uh, like tax problems. The oh, IRS yeah. was coming at him yeah. hard. And uh, so he had to be working that much, and it kind of made him miserable. You know mm -hmm. the story about the, his 9-11 story, right? Um, tell me. Where he recorded a special called I Kind of Like It When a Lot of People Die. That was the name oh, of the special. Oh, that's right. Oh, and he has this whole thing. It closes with a big, long, 20-minute thing about, like, when, when he hears about people dying, he like, the more the better. And he filmed it on, like, September 10th. <laughs> and then the next day came in and was like, like we got to, we've got to cancel this we no one can ever see this or hear this and now, now you can get the album but even in the album yeah, he's I've reading it. it like they destroyed the actual footage from the taping really yeah they destroyed it oh he was just like no one can ever see this wow he recorded it in vegas at mgm grand on september 9th and 10th <gasps> <gasps> september 9th and 10th that's crazy i didn't yeah. know it was recorded what was, was it called but I, I kind of like it when a lot of people die. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. He must have woken up morning of September 11th and go, did I manifest this? Yeah. Look at that. I kind of like it when a lot of people die. And, and so the audio CD, it's just him talking? It's like him working out the... Uh, Wait a minute. It says streaming. Uh, like the audio streaming with Amazon Prime's like oh. audio. So there's no video of it? I don't know. See if there is. Some some person who works somewhere might have <laughs> preserved it. I mean, I feel like I would have heard about it. I mean, I listened to the bit, and it's he's like, I've got to read this. This is how I do it. So it's like a very early version of it. But uh, it's not great. Wow. But I mean, I can't, I can't even imagine taping a special on September 10th. He had some dark moments in his career. I, I took some friends to see him in 1988. At the Hampton Beach Casino, I think that's what it was called, in Hampton Beach, New Hampshire. It's like a place where people would go up for vacation, and we went to see uh, George Carlin there way back in the day. And he always had the same opening act, and the same opening act. And I kind of knew even back then because I was, I guess I was an old biker then. I was just starting out. Um, I knew there were certain guys that took people on the road with them that were terrible. That they took people on the road with them that just didn't. They weren't good comics, but they made them look like heroes. And they, they, they did it because they were friends with them or because they just wanted to have like the worst comic ever go up before them? <sighs> it's a good question. You know, you'd have to, I guess it would vary. But for sure, there's certain comics that like it when people go on for them suck. Mm -hmm. They do, they, they want that. You know, there's certain comics that you see them taking people on the road and you look at it, you're like, what the fuck? Taking that guy with you? Like, what are you doing? Why, yeah. why are you torturing people like that? <laughs> yeah. But uh, the opening act did better than George. Like, he, he had a terrible set. He had this whole rant that he was doing. Because he, like, he had an unquestionably one of the greatest comics of all time. But he had hours that were just not good. And there was a period of time where it seemed like he just missed it. Like, it was, mm. mis like it was missing. Whether it was his personal life was off or whatever it was. But he had this whole rant that was like, fuck this. He was like, and fuck Israel, and fuck 
comedy clubs. Like he was saying, fuck comedy clubs. Like this is like this whole bit. And he was reading it off of a yellow legal pad. And the whole audience was like standing there, like not understanding like where this was going. Like we're waiting for the jokes. Where's the hilarity? Mm -hmm. Where's the, and it wasn't, it just didn't exist. And my friends were mad at me. (laughs) Really? (laughs) I had taken them from where we live. We lived in Revere. And we all uh, drove all the way up to New Hampshire. Like, yeah, we're going to go see George Carlin. This is going to be awesome. And it was terrible. It's funny. I remember Louis C.K. in like an interview years ago was talking about how the, he took the, the pressure came off of him to ha- ha- always have a good show. Because he said audience members love saying, oh, I saw George Carlin once, and he was awesome. But they really love saying, you know, I saw Carlin once, and he was horrible. Like, they, th- they still get the experience and the story of it. And they, that that's it's theirs forever. I you have to worry about doing a bad. It's a bad way show. better though if they say you were funny. I think it's. I think to see a legend bomb would be uh, <laughs> would be great. Well, if you were a Carlin fan, you got to see those. If you went to see him live a bunch of times, yeah, he had those rough spots, man. You know, it's um, it's one of those things. If you're gonna do an hour of stand up every year, okay, I think I, you can. I think I got the point here. Yeah, so that's gonna be the end of the episode for today, guys. Um, before I before I say goodbye to you, I want to make sure that you check out my next episode, which is gonna be dropping probably tomorrow, maybe the next day. Um, but I'm gonna be interviewing Harry Gearmand from the Bloodstained Men organization, and here I'm just gonna. Pull the website real quick. Here. I'm just going to pull up. It's basically an anti-circumcision website uh, organization. And I'm going to be interviewing him. And I'm going to just ask him, you know, a little bit about his organization they stand for maybe how he got involved a little bit the the personal stuff um yeah of course where you can find him on on the social medias um some of the issues some the information issues yeah just asking information about that but i'm going to be interviewing him tomorrow harry germand who works with them and All right, so that, that's my show, ladies and gentlemen. This has been Point Counterpoint with Chris Wright with KUST University of St. Thomas Campus Radio.